Grace and peace to all who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. The word of God for our meditation this morning is found in Ezekiel chapter 33, verses 7 through 9. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. Thus far, God's holy word. In the name of him who has set you as a watchman to proclaim the word of peace, dear fellow redeemed. The invention of the air raid siren was vital for the survivability of many civilians living throughout Britain during the two world wars. Enemy aircraft bombed major cities for 57 consecutive nights during the Blitzkrieg campaign. By using air raid sirens, the civilians were able to take cover well before the bombs were dropped and increase their chances of survival dramatically. Without the forewarning, many more people may have died as a result. But before the air raid siren, there were watchmen. Watchmen had the same duty as the air raid siren namely to send out a warning call of impending danger. In ancient Israel, watchmen played a very important role. Besides being in the watchtowers to spot incoming enemy attacks, they would also watch over the nation's crops to make sure no thieves would come in and take it. If the watchmen raised the alarm, but the people paid no mind, those people had no one to blame but themselves for whatever happens to them because they did not heed the warning given. But if that watchman fails to raise the alarm or fall asleep on duty, he would be the one who is to blame for the people who died, most often at the cost of his own life. Now up to this point in Israel's history, Ezekiel was among the first ways of the captives that were taken into uh, Babylon. Jerusalem remained standing, but it was a puppet king under Nebuchadnezzar. By chapter 26 in Ezekiel, the second invasion of Jerusalem has happened, and the city fell. Ezekiel would have to break the news to the people in exile that their homeland was gone. And this was the last piece of news the people would have expected. You see, they were assured by false prophets that Jerusalem would never fall. But now it did. And the people had no one to blame but themselves. Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel all had the same role in warning the people to turn from their wickedness or else Jerusalem and their identity as a nation would come tumbling down. Well, the people did not turn 
and Jerusalem did fall. What do you suppose was going through Ezekiel's mind at this time? Confusion? A sense of failure because the people did not repent. Well, God reassures Ezekiel that it was not his fault that Jerusalem fell and that his role as a watchman over Israel will continue with an important message. Turn from your wickedness or be separated from God. It was one thing for the people to be separated from their homeland. Jerusalem, their identity and pride as a nation. But to be separated from God had eternal consequences attached to it. For this very reason, God takes the role of a watchman very seriously. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Every judgment of sin comes from the mouth of God, whether it was from Ezekiel in his day, from a pastor today or a fellow Christian, no judgment comes from an individual, but it comes from God. In his word, God has made it very clear what his law is and the consequences if it is broken. And God has also made it very clear his expectations from the messengers of his law. And this is why he compares them to watchmen. As Christians, you are set up by God as a watchman. Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do, a peop do people light a lamp and put under a basket but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Ezekiel, as a prophet, was set apart by God to be a messenger to his people. You, as a Christian, are set apart by God to be a messenger to his people. You are a watchman for one another. This is not to say that you need to go around breathing down the necks of your fellow believers. But when God's word is spoken and your brother or sister in Christ has gone astray, you are God's watchman to sound the warning. Paul says in Colossians 3:16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Part of our responsibility in being Christians and part of a church body is to let the word of God dwell in you richly. In doing so, teaching, and admonishing one another naturally follows. It does not mean that you put yourself in a judgment seat over your brother or sister, but out of love for them and their soul to bring God's warning against their sin. 
and a failure to do so, God says will result in judgment falling upon your shoulders. In Revelation, God describes the Laodicean church as being lukewarm. That is to say, they were neither hot nor cold towards God, and God spit them out as a result. God does not desire lukewarm Christians. There is no sitting on the sideline. Either you are exercising your faith and growing in spiritual wisdom, or you are wasting away and letting your faith die. To see your brother or sister standing in the path of wickedness and not bringing God's warning to them is not exercising your faith, but rather doing a disservice to your fellow Christian who may die in their sin. God sends an even more dire warning for the watchman who fails to warn of danger than the one who might die in their sin. They might be responsible. They will be held responsible for that person's death. Now that doesn't seem like a very fun job, does it? And I'm sure there were times where Ezekiel didn't think so either. But the role of watchman is not all doom and gloom. But rather, it is one of the greatest roles you as a Christian can ever hope for. God does not simply send you with the word of warning. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. Though it is not stated explicitly in this verse, there is a possibility for the wicked to turn from his way. Just a few verses later, God says, Again, though I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, yet if he turns from his sin and does what is just and right, if the wicked restores the pledge, gives back what he has taken by robbery, and walks in the statues of life, not doing injustice, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the sins that he has committed shall be remembered against him. He has done what is just and right. He shall surely live. God's desire is not for the wicked to perish, but to turn from their sin and be saved. And how does this happen? It is impossible outside the gospel. Yes, as a watchman, you carry the law to warn those who are walking in the path of the wicked. But that is not all that God sends you with. He also sends you with the gospel message. As a watchman, you say to the sinner, you have transgressed against God's law. And God says that sin is deserving of death. But do not be afraid. Because God has taken care of that sin for you. He has sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to deliver you from your sins. He paid the price that you owe to God, and you are covered by His righteousness. Your sins do not remain over you, but you are forgiven for the sake of your Savior. Only repent from your sin and trust in God's forgiveness 
given to you. This is the important message you carry as a watchman. Your desire is to be the same as God who sent you with his word. It is not only to bring the law of judgment, but to reassure, reassure every sinner that they have eternal life through Jesus. This is why your role as a watchman is so important. God works through you to bring his word of peace to those who so desperately need it. During World War II, the air raid sirens would actually have two different alarms that would sound. The first alarm would change in pit, that pitch that went up and down to warn the people that an attack was coming. And the second alarm was a continuous tone that would signal the all clear. You too have two alarms to sound. The first alarm is to warn those of God's judgment that is coming over their sin. The second is that judgment has passed over their head because Jesus has forgiven their sins and has taken the judgment in their place. This is your role as a watchman. And in being faithful in this role, God says, you will have delivered your soul. This means that you will stand on judgment day and you will not be held accountable for those who reject the message that God sends through you. They will die in their sin and be separated from God. But you will hear from your Father, well done, good and faithful servant. It certainly seems like a lot of pressure, doesn't it? Well, you aren't alone. Even Jeremiah was doubtful when the Lord called him into this role. He said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. He felt like he was inadequate to do what the Lord had called him to do. But the Lord had an answer for Jeremiah, and it is the same comfort he gives to you. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a youth. For to all to whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. As God went with his prophets in the Old Testament, as he went with his apostles in the New Testament, so also God goes with you. He is the one who sends you with his word to proclaim the message of judgment and of salvation. God has set you as a watchman, and he will give you the courage, the spirit, the joyfulness, and the words to do the work that he has prepared for you. Amen.